Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Good morning, afternoon, good night, world. Good evening. Esti Haim coming at you. That thing I do podcast. Hello, Darren Chris. How are you? Hello, Esti Haim. Happy Jewish holidays. Today is... Thank you. Is yesterday or today is Yom Kippur? Technically, today is the end of Yom Kippur. The end of it. It, go, it went from last night to now, right? Yes. Yes. And I am not supposed to fast, but I did fast. You Did you pull it off? You did the whole thing? I did it. I did it. Nice. I did it. Bravo. You know, maybe it's not the most, it's not the most kosher thing, if you see what I did there. Yeah, exactly. Not kosher in the sense of kosher law, but in the right. most widely acceptable thing. It's not technically kosher to fast when you have a medical... Like when you have an illness that requires you to eat, you're not supposed to do that. But this year, I just said, fuck it. And you do mean, just to clarify, I was trying to make sure for our listeners, when you say kosher, you mean it in the more modern colloquial between you and me, like good idea kosher, not actual kosher law of Jewish tradition. Of Judaism. Judaism, no. No. Kosher is in like... Kosher is in like, it's, it's, not, it's not even that it's not, it's not frowned upon. Basically, in the Talmud, it says, if you're able to fast, fast. And if you're not able to fast, don't fast if it's dangerous. And this time, I woke up, I mean, full disclosure, I woke up late today. And I was just like, I'm not really hungry. I'm going to fast for Yom Kippur. I'm going to observe the holiday. I'm going to try to do it. And I did it. And I was totally fine. My blood sugar was fine. I didn't go low once. Good for you, man. I was totally fine, but I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying I did it. I don't recommend do it feel? to everyone. If you, I feel fine. I had I had dinner with my parents uh, to break the fast. We had matzo ball soup. We had uh, my mom makes these really delicious meatballs, um, and it was really nice. And I had some wine with my parents. This is like a new thing. I have wine with my parents now. Wait, will you tell me what's been going on? I, I like you have been fully around the world in 80 days. It's one of those but weeks, But more like man. around the world in three days. There's a lot to talk about. What's going on? Speaking of the Jewish holidays, you know, I, I have announced this holiday album, you know, last week. Yes. And so now we're kind of in. Uh, I'm so excited. Gearing up for getting that together. And, and we've been off this podcast. I've been talking to Esty a lot about this. She's been aware of it for a while and. You know, putting it together has been pretty much this entire year between recording it, uh, writing songs for it, uh, initially whittling down songs, which is a really hard thing to do when you like as much music as I do or as SD does. It's just we, there were so many songs uh, and holiday things, not just Christmas things, but holiday things and winter themed things. And it was, uh, it was a long process, but uh, yeah, finally kind of putting it out there. And uh, I'll give a little uh, podcast exclusive, you know? Yeah. I may or may not have been shooting a little video here 
in town. I got a sneak peek. It looks amazing. It looks incredible. Yeah, it looks fucking rad. I don't know if it's for the holiday album. I don't know if it's for my own shit. We'll leave that open to people's guesses, but that's what I was doing all day here. But, and I'm going to, I'm going to slingshot this back to you because this was a particularly hard week for us to do this. It's, it's pretty late for all of us right now. Again, it was of course the Jewish holiday. You're rehearsing for your shows this weekend. I'm doing all my shit. Terrence, our producers in New York, just barely trying to stay awake. It's been a crazy week. And, uh, I was, this is all going to end on a meditation that I'll, that I'll end with that. I want to hear your thoughts on. Cause I, in the time that I was waiting for you to get on Tell this me. thing, I, was, I, I had a realization, but I'm going to try and piece this all together. I'm going to set this up. Also, before you even go into this, I want, I need our, I need our listeners to know how cute you look right now. Oh, thank you. I'm in a, I'm in the little roby little robe hotel robe darren is in his little roby in his his spectacles yeah this is this is the the nighttime look thank you i've never seen i've never really seen the nighttime look my nighttime look i mean this i'm is not adorable I'm not really cu- this is cuddle nighttime. time look this is this is cuddle o'clock i would be in a cuddle puddle with you, thank you. in whatever you're wearing it's, right it's now. definitely a good, a good situation i don't want to interrupt you tell no, me these meditations right. someone had some manischewitz at uh with with the rents some, someone's got it nice and uh, <laughs> nice and complimentary. I'll take it. I'll take, I'll take what I can get. You know, it's it's that fasting and then having that Manischewitz just really gets me every time. But I also do You're look adorable. Right now, in, in fairness, you do look adorable. You really do. Oh God, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, I was going to go on to my little meditation. But I was gonna, oh, I was going to say. So this past week or so, two weeks, has been like insane. And I was just thinking about. So I I always talk about this. With uh, in in public, I talk about this on our show. How terrible I am at social media! I simply do not have the fortitude yes. or the constitution to keep it up. I've always tried to figure out why, because I, I I like the idea of it and I consume a lot of it, you know. But I just I'm terrible at putting stuff out. And uh, the irony is, I I take pictures and capture content in, in quote fingers. Actually, I don't even know why I use right. my quote fingers. They are. It's content. And bunny quotes, Yeah, yes. I, I capture that shit at an obscene degree. Like, I take pictures of everything. I take videos of everything. And all my friends go, where does that even go, Darren? Because they know I don't put it on the internet because I just don't want to sit down and, like, curate it. And it usually has to do with the fact that there's so much cool shit. So I simply yeah. don't know what to choose. So having said that... This past, you know, it was, Greece was amazing. I took all these beautiful, like, f- pictures that if I put on the internet and I did this shit more often, like, I'm sure they would do well. Shit, my personal life, my travel itinerary, like, of Mia looking beautiful, us having personal moments, the inside of, like, my home, the things, all these things I know would do, like, people want. And I just, mm-hmm. ironically, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know why I don't want to share it. Like this week alone, I'm in Nashville. Two years ago, I was doing a show at the Kennedy Center. Amazing. Which is incredible. Exactly. 24 hours before that, though, I was in upstate New York at one of my best friend's wedding. It was an Israeli wedding, by the way. And then right before no that, way. I was in Greece. And then like from day to day to day, I'm doing this crazy shit that people would go like, whoa, what the fuck? Like most people would go, yeah, I want to share that. I want to show people what I'm doing. And so I'm sitting here struggling to post stuff because I want to like share this. But I just... I can't do it. And so here's what I realized just now. Tell me. I was trying to figure out, you know, I call myself a sentiment hoarder. I'm like, is it that I'm I'm holding everything to myself? And I, I realize it's not that I'm holding it to myself. It's that I realized I was born 
into the social media age with a silver spoon. I was, I was born into it with privilege, and the privilege is the following. Ever since social media, as we know it, had started, so let's just say like Instagram or, or things. 2010? Yes. Ever since uh, the kind of beginning of folks all around the world starting to create a social platform for themselves, whether or not they're in entertainment or not, and that system was created, I have always had more people uh, follow me that I did not know than I did that I did know. And this may sound like a very privileged thing, like, oh, this is because uh, even before I got Glee, a lot of people on the internet had followed my stuff from uh, Star Kid and a very Potter musical and stuff. And so what I guess I'm saying is that, you know, if I was a young person trying to gain a following, try and leverage mm-hmm. creating content and a version of myself that can, you know, have some kind of exposure, I probably would have invested more time into doing this. But because I've had the privilege of always having had it sort of there, again, that's a privilege. I'm acknowledging that. I think I never felt the need to like, oh, I got to put this out there, which is why with all these things that I could share, I'm bad at putting it out there because you know when I was a kid that that amount of time that I would spend trying to uh that would otherwise be trying to build a platform myself I just used that time to try and get better at stuff like learning an instrument right I don't know what I'm going off on it was it made a lot of sense in my head before I got here no it does make sense and I understand but there's also a there's also a a world where you also don't Darren, I feel like I said this to you before, like you don't have to, there's no obligation for you to post anything personal ever. No, I mean, I, you I have know. agency, you have agency over like what you put out into the world and what you don't. And I think there is something to be said about keeping the things for yourself too. Right. And I, I appreciate you saying that. And it's not me, like I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm, I'm just genuinely curious as to what part of my brain you know, what, what am I holding on to? Like, why don't I do it? And again, the, the realization was not a flex or a brag. It was like, oh, because I have never lived in a world where, you know, for most people that use, use social media, not Instagram, anything really, it's uh, to share stuff with their friends or people they know in hopes that that can spread to other people that they know or hopefully, hopefully like. And that's usually the, the, the number one functionality of it. I've never known it that way. Right. I've only known it as, uh, as, as another version of myself trying to appeal or, or present something that would be consumed mostly by people I don't know. And so that kind of changes right. the way that I perceive what I would otherwise put out there. So this podcast is the most... You'll get <laughs> yeah. of my life. And it's still pretty curated. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm with you. But I, I think that I think that um, the reason that you also probably don't want to, uh, or at least maybe I'm projecting my own trepidation, but I know that as much as an 
of an outgoing person as I am, and I am outgoing. I'm very, very outgoing. I'm affable. I'm, I like people. I'm, you know, I love talking to people. I'm also really, there's a, there's a part of me that is super self-conscious and insecure about the way that I look. And I'm, I'm, it's like, I'm just a normal girl from the Valley. So when I, think about posting things on the internet, there is a slight trepidation because when you think of, you know, this is going to be judged, right? It's the same reason that I I'm I get fully, you know, self-conscious and scared about releasing something into the world because then once it's in the world, it's not yours anymore. Right. And people can judge it and they can put their own, it, they can rub the shine off of it. And this is, I mean, that's this is really putting a lot of emphasis on social media. But there is an element of that, I think, every time you post something on social media, unless there are some people that just post like twenty times a day, and I'm not that. I'm not that girl. Right. And now, there's anything wrong with that? I like, I, I'm not knocking people that. Do and there's that. nothing yeah, wrong with that at all. Hey, that's your thing. But I think I actually admire those people As that are I. able to do that because it, totally. Yeah. This this realization came, by the way, because I was with somebody uh, who who I've been working with, who's fabulous. And she's amazing. She's a lot younger than me. And she's always, she's so good. She's so good at the phone thing and has done very well for herself okay. uh, as such. And I said this to her. This is this is where the realization came from, actually. This is the seed for all of the shit that I just said, whether it made sense or not. I said, oh, man, you're so good at that shit. It's amazing. I really, I really got to get on that more often. I always say this. And she goes, well, you're lucky. You don't have to. And I went, oh, my God, like. I can't help but hear myself and go, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, I'm not trying to say, oh, I don't, I don't have to. What I mean is I've, I don't, I've never been in the position that she has been building her thing, like, and worked really hard right. at it and deserves the traction she's getting, like, because she's being very industrious and proactive about a thing where it was sort of. I fell ass backwards into having a thing. And I'm not saying it'll always be there. I'm fully aware of the idea that this is not for, you know, I'm not the privilege that I'm given. I'm not saying I was entitled to, it was an, it was an accident, but I nonetheless, I was like, Oh my God, you're right. I never did have to do what this person did. So it was just me kind of ruminating on the idea of like, damn, like that's maybe why I, I don't, you know, I put too much pressure on myself. You've never had the the joy of just, you know, sh- sharing things because you want to share it with your friends. That's the thing that I'm coming coming to is that I've never had just the straight up joy of sharing shit that I'm up to with friends. And that's it. Because I've, you know, especially as like a teenager or as a kid, like I did I haven't done this long enough. I'd only my only interaction with it is sharing things with people that I didn't know. So that changes the way that you know, you perceive what you want to share. Yeah, I think that's different. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I want to talk about you. You've been rehearsing for your first show and for fucking ever. You're playing Santa Barbara. Yes. You're doing Life is Beautiful this weekend. I mean, there's a whole lot to talk about. I'm really excited about the show. Friday is going to be really, really fun. I love the Santa Barbara Bowl. I love Santa Barbara in general. 
It's going to be fun. I haven't played a show in front of an audience in over a year and a half. And so that's going to be really fun. And then we play Life is Beautiful in Vegas on Saturday. And that's going to be fun, too. I'm a little trepidatious about being in a casino. You won't be in a casino. You'll be in Vegas. You'll be like in downtown Vegas, right? Which is a little different for those of you that have never been to Las Vegas. Than the strip. But I'm staying in a hotel. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So Sorry. I will be in a casino. Yes, you will be. Sorry. That's what I mean. I'm just a little, I'm just a little trip. I'm just, I'm thinking I'm just getting, you know, in my head about being in an enclosed place with a lot of people, yep, you know, that's I'll lot, have my mask on and stuff and I'm vaccinated, but I think it's just, it's, it's more social anxiety than anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the mask thing, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in that. I think be, walking around that casino you know, keep your mask on. It's like being on a plane, you know, there's like exactly. circulated air. I know. And, I know. You know, it's just, it's, a, it's, it feels like something, it's just something that I haven't done in a very long time. So I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm just, there's a little bit of nerves and anxiety surrounding that. The festival's outdoors, right? It's out in, uh, exactly. The festival's outdoors. It's going to be really fun. There's some amazing headliners. So many cool people. So many cool people are playing. But you're gonna are you gonna be in Vegas when I'm there? Are we gonna be like two ships passing in the goddamn night? I really want to, but I've been just been going so hard. I mean, I've done crazier things. I plan a, again, back to my crazy, you know, this is all the kinds of things that I that you yeah, think would you've be just cool. been like going wow, the city, this city, this city, this city. Like I love it. I thrive on that chaos. And again, it's the kind of shit that I feel like if I put out in the world, people are like, wow, that's pretty pretty neat. But I don't. I just kinda keep it hidden. But um yeah, I think I'm I might it's fifty fifty. I just keep you know, life is uh, what happens when you're busy making other plans, right? And so, like, as soon as I, 100%. as soon as I have one thing that I think I'm going to do, something else comes up, and I have to go chase that. So there's something that I may have to do where I, I might not be able to go, but I'm, I'd really fucking love to, man. <laughs> be great. You're on, you're on like a crazy adventure right now. You've just been, you've been going, man, going, I'm always going. on a crazy adventure. It's all a crazy adventure. You know what I'm talking I about? Love sometimes it. it's me. Sometimes it's you, man. Like we, there were podcasts we were doing earlier where you were in like London and going from this place to that place. I mean. Like we get to, uh, we uh, look, we get to do some cool, fun things. Some sometimes you chill, sometimes you you go berserker. And right now, I'm I'm in full berserker mode. You're on a berserker journey, yeah, definitely. I'm going on like a two day berserker journey. Are these shows going to spawn spawn other shows? I don't know if you're at liberty to say yes or no to that or not. But I guess the tour that you guys had to cancel because of your new record, like. Are these are these shows that are going to be playing? Obviously, those new songs from the last record you did, which is funny because now we're almost at two years from that record being released. But are you also in that period of time? You surely have like been fucking around with new shit. Like, are you guys going to be playing with that at all, or is that or mum's a word on that? We're playing like all new. We're playing basically all of our favorite songs from the new record. Some songs from some old. Records, oh, that's fucking but cool, this man. Is mostly. A wimpy party. Wait, so how long's your set at Life is Beautiful? Because it's a festival, so you have to, it's not a usual. I think we're only playing 60 minutes at Life is Beautiful. 60's long. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm used to playing two hours. Right, but that's if it's your own show, but a festival 60's pretty damn long. Totally. Yeah, the 60 minutes, I mean, but for me, 60 minutes is like I blink and it's over. Fucking A, man. I really you know? hope I can make it. I would love it's to see so that. It's so fun. Oh, you have carte blanche, Darren Chris. If you want to come to vegas and see me and then green day oh i know i'm i'm fully aware i'm aware that it's a I dope mean, lineup i mean that'd be you are amazing. and then tame impala I on know, sunday I know, I know a lot of really cool new acts are tomorrow and there's no way i'm gonna make that but 
I'm obsessed with Remy Wolf. Oh yeah, she's amazing. Oh fuck, Jesus Christ, she's cool. As hell. She's great. I'm a big yeah, fan. I'm a big fan of hers too. Really good artist. Like just great writer, great singer. Darren, we are just we are t- this weekend. I mean, this the next month for me is also nuts. I have a friend. I'm going to a wedding finally. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's fun. Yes. Finally, someone invited me to a wedding. I'm sure there's been a lot of... Oh, we, we were talking about this last time. We were talking about... Yeah, remember? Yeah. I was like, can someone invite me to a wedding? Finally, I, th- I put the bat signal out, and now I'm officially invited to a wedding. Okay. Is it like a nice... Thank is God. it a destination wedding? Is it... Uh... No, it's an LA wedding. I have two friends that invited me to a wedding the weekend after that I can't go to because I'm working, but... This wedding is the is coming up in like two weeks, and it's my friend. I mean, I'm, I'm I, I think I can announce it. My friend Alex Cantor is getting married of the Cantor's family of Cantor's Deli. Wow, you can't you you can't hurry love. Uh, the, oh, <laughs> just say can't hurry oh, love. Man. You can't I'm really proud of hurry myself. love. You said you just have to wait. That was really good, Darren. That was really good. A round of applause. Yep. That's, your, that's Darren, the wedding Chris, hashtag. Everyone. I just gave that one for free. You can't turry love. Oh, I love that. I really like that a lot. Like, is it's a cantery is in like an adjective of canter? Yes. Cantery love. Yeah. You're welcome. Free of that's charge. That's really good. That's really good. I'm actually going to give that to Alex when that we is, get off of this hashtag. Zoom call. My friend uh, Matt and Mona got married. Those are the, the names of the, the the two lovely human beings. They got married in Greece, and uh, uh, me and I were really pissed that we didn't think of it first. But our our friend Cole thought of the wedding hashtag for that, which is what that was inspired by. It was uh, so Matt and Mona, right? Okay. And it was Holy Matrimona was the wedding hashtag. That's really good. And I was good. really frustrated that me and Mia didn't think of it first. Because me is usually like the first person in line to just like fuck it up with some amazing pun, and everybody goes, "What?" Did you and Mia have a wedding hashtag? Um, I don't know. Fuck, I'd have to remember. I mean, we had. Some... You don't know don't because I'm not the social media guy. Is, 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 what? If I not you... explain this Doesn't to you? Doesn't matter. I have no idea. But you're a pun guy. I think mainly also because at the time we were trying to make sure that nobody was like posting things, and you know, this is another thing. Like, dude. Our wedding was so fucking cool. I had never more in my life wanted to ex- like show because I'm very you know to keep things close to the chest. After the yes. wedding, I wanted to show everybody in the fucking planet. Like there were some pictures that were in vogue. That was really amazing. That was a cool thing. And there's some pictures that got like shown around, and you know people that I don't know will say, "Oh, I saw pictures from your wedding," and I want to go. You have no idea. No you idea. Saw, like the fucking tip of the tip of the iceberg. We had a week celebration with shit that like ain't nobody seen except the people who were there and it was just the fucking best so having said that i don't know if we had a wedding hashtag because we were probably trying to like embargo things but um man yeah weddings is fun say what you will about the the institution of marriage weddings are fucking the best yeah that's the thing I I love weddings. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like you said, marriage. Marriage brings us together today. But white. But that's the thing. I just want to see people in love. It's the best. And have them. Ugh. 
Especially yeah, after the that's pandemic, that's all I want to be around. Like three wed- I told you, like I, there were three weddings that I went to with it. You know, it was L.A. L.A. wedding on a Saturday, Greece wedding on a Wednesday, and then another wedding in New York on on a Sunday. And these were all really good pals of ours. And uh, talk about a. So first of all, weddings. I'm such a like a, a melt. You know, I'll go and I'll cry, and I love. I just love weddings. But then on top of that, the pandemic, and then every single one of those had been delayed. You know, a year or two. So there was that added thing of like, you know, being together again and seeing people you hadn't seen for a while. And it was just, they're all really, you know, that's so very fun. emotional experiences on top of emotional experiences. So that'll be fun. Is this wedding that you're going to one that was uh, also uh, delayed or was it like a new delayed? Yeah. This is a delayed wedding. There's like four weddings of friends of mine that I have friends that like got married in like a courthouse because they couldn't have an actual wedding. So they had like a pandemic wedding, just the two of them in front of a judge. So I'm still waiting on those friends to get married. So there are weddings on the horizon, but that's when it's real. The the celebration in front of your friends, like I can go off on weddings forever. And again, I get, I get, I can feel myself getting squeamish. Like, I don't want to share so much, but it, like, I want to tell everybody. Cause I, I wish I could like patent and like, and have our wedding, the, what we did for our wedding, like be, a template for people because there's so many things that I thought we fucking nailed. I went to so many. I took copious really notes nailed. and I just, I'm like really proud of, <laughs> of it. I'm going to ask you to give me the template. You don't have to give it to everyone. It's, well, it's not for everybody, but it definitely, there were things that I've since gone to other weddings where I go, oh, God damn, I'm so glad we did. We did that. And you did X, Y, and Z. Well, one of the things I was going to say is like, uh, your friends who got married in a courthouse, you know, there's, I see this happen a lot nowadays, um, especially during the pandemic. But I, I, we also did this. You know, we we had we had done the paperwork. We had gotten married, you know, in the eyes of the law. Yes. And then the wedding was this sort of like fun, you know, <laughs> sort of pagan celebration of just fun life, friends, and all that good stuff. And uh, what was so nice about that? Well, I, well, the the sort of poetic thing that happened was, you know. The, the the paperwork the 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 thing that makes it like I'm now talking bunny fingers this is real bunny fingers thing that made it real mm-hmm. didn't feel quote real at all in fact it felt very unreal like it did it was not, it there was there wasn't anything to it that felt like substantive because it was just paper right. and even though those was the license and the official and the state and all the things. It wasn't until we had our everybody who we loved around us, like experiencing totally. this moment with you, yeah. like that was fucking bunny fingers real. Like that real. had more right. add value to whatever the idea is of celebrating someone's love and union than than any piece of paper could possibly like accomplish. And so, uh, I think for your friends that did the courthouse thing. You know, getting to actually do it in front of your friend. That's when it's fucking real, you know? It's like life is only as good as those you get to share it with. Otherwise, it's just it's like just a piece of fucking paper. Well, one of the people that is that I'm waiting on is our friend Hoops. Ah, Hoops. Good our old Hoops. Sophia. Good old Hoops. Hoops got married in the middle of quarantine and had a baby. Wow. That's the order, right? I suppose that's what you do. People do. She got married and then had a baby right after. So she's, yeah. So she's, I think she's going to, yeah, she's going to have like her kid be like the ring bearer by the time they get married. He's going to like walk down the aisle. 
but at the the the, the it's ceremony, be really the ceremony, cute. they've been married. Yes, they, it's gonna be so cute. They're married, but they're gonna have they're gonna have a ceremony. I think maybe next year. But yeah, I love weddings. I love love. I love being around Who love. Man? I'm a sappy bitch. I'm sappy. You know me. I like I. So yes. I'm jealous that you went to three. You went to three weddings in like the span of like a week yep, and a half. Cried every single one. It was great. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Well, we've been on, it's getting to the end of the year, Darren. So we've been on, we've, it's, things are winding down a little bit. There's, there's like, this is like the final push before things kind of slow down before the end of the year. But it's not even going to slow down for you at the end of the year because move over, Michael Buble, <laughs> because you're stepping in. You know, Michael Buble isn't the only person that has made holiday records, but I appreciate people uh, saying that to me because it's putting me in the same sentence as him, which is which is very, very flattering. But then it made me realize, wow, he does kind of have a monopoly on, uh, you know, for years, for decades, people just made records. Singers made records of like covers. But for some reason, he's just, I guess, the one guy that... Anyway, thank you. I'll I'll I'll, I'll take it. Um, speaking of things slowing down, hopefully hopefully by next week we can have. Uh, if our listeners are still listening, I hope you guys enjoy us going off on these rants. It's, these are things again. I the reason why I keep going off social media is because I always think about what I funnel into this podcast, and it's the stuff that I would otherwise just have so much trouble putting out anywhere else. So that's why it comes up. But with all the shit of you know running around doing all these things, uh, you know it's hard to get a guest. So hopefully. You know, us talking sounds slightly interesting. Slash this time, just sort of me talking. Thank you, Esty, for for having the patience to listen to me. I was going to say at the Kennedy Center show that I did, it was fucking amazing. I'll say just really quick. It was something that, you know, I'm very lucky. I've been able to do the Kennedy Center a few times. And uh, they, it was their 50th, they're doing a 50th anniversary celebration. And they had this amazing fucking lineup of so cool. all these different people that it just made me so happy because I was sitting backstage with like, you know, prima donna, uh, Renee Fleming, opera singer, amazing, you know, Whoa. amazing lady, who's standing next to Common, who's standing next to Chris Thiele, oh God. who's standing next to like Audra McDonald, Whoa. and then my friends Barlow and Bear, who wrote the Bridgerton musical on TikTok, and all these different like walks of like, and the fucking amazing classical pianists and violinists, and then the National Symphony Orchestra all milling about in their tails and, and, and tuxedos and, and shit. And it's like, this is all amazing parts of culture and of music and everybody was just it was and i'm forgetting a ton of people but oh ben folds keb mo holy shit no way yeah. ben folds was everyone's there? there and i guess what i'm saying is 
yes, that was a great concert. I was really happy to be a part of it. I think it, it'll be on PBS. But while I was there, I was like, there's a lot of really good potential guests for that thing I do at this little soiree. Did you talk to people? I did. So I guess what I'm saying is we no guests these past two weeks, but hopefully I can make up for it and uh, and hopefully get some some of those folks to come on the show in the next couple of weeks. Because I don't know how many, how many more episodes we have left, but we're coming up on ending our season one. So we really are get some great people's. End it with a bang. Do with a bang. I just, we've been running around so much that I just, I can't. I know. You can't fit these timetables into people's schedules. We signed up for this, man. And if you're listening, if you've listened this far, you signed up for it too. I know, and I love it. And I love it. Listen, I look at the interwebs and I see what people say and it seems like people like listening to us talk. We have great banter, Darren. I Sometimes. I feel like I just talked at you today. I don't know. I, I did not a, talk at it me. It was a realization that I thought was kind of interesting and maybe some of our, our listeners may find it interesting or maybe they'll just roll their eyes and be like shut the fuck up Darren but I thought it was particularly odd I don't think so I think that it's it's your it's journey it is a breakfast epiphany I mean on your timetable it is a uh, breakfast know, epiphany my, it's God, essentially so it's essentially next day well Darren I think that what we should do is we should this week I think we've realized that we're both two very, very busy people, and we've done a lot of cool shit. And this week is going to be a great week. I'm playing the first show that I've played in a very long it's very time. Exciting. Congratulations. You're hopefully going to meet me in Las Vegas, and we'll have a lot to unpack if oh, that happens next week. Boy, will we ever. If we hang out in Vegas, I mean, we could do a fucking cast in person after living in the same city. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. We'll do a show in Vegas. Maybe I mean I'll I'll bring my equipment with me. I bring it everywhere, man. It's like part of my my thing now. I know. I know. It's in my knapsack wherever I go. Yeah, that would be fun. We'll see. We'll we'll have to stay tuned for next week. Will Darren go to Vegas? Stay tuned for Find next out week. On that thing I uh, do. Next week on that thing I do podcast. Well, I love you a lot. I can't love wait you, to bro. see you. Hopefully I see you this weekend. Me too. That'd be a lot of fun. And I hope that you get a good night's sleep Ugh, in your hotel too. room. I'm fucking too, man. And I love you a lot. Again, you look adorable. What do, what do I say? What's the, what's the th- thing that you say? Shana Tova is not for now. That's for... No, no. That's for... Um, Shana Tova is for... Rosh Hashanah. So we're not Rosh Hashanah. That I know. No, we're not Rosh Hashanah-ing. So what what would would I say for Yom Kippur? You say Khatima Tova. Khatima Tova? Yeah. You know what? Here's what I'm going to do. You know, the Christmas record I made with with Mr. Ron Fair. Yes. Prolific uh, record producer who's, you know, I've been friends with this guy for years. We've talked about him offline. He sent me something. What did he say? It's a prayer for Yom Kippur. Oh, what did he so say? So I'm going to end this episode, and I dedicate it to you, SD, to thank to you, people who who listen to the show, to the people that I love that are involved in this, including Terrence, our wonderful producer, who's up late doing this. But here's a little here's a little prayer that Ron Fair, amazing record producer Ron Fair, sent me. It said it says a prayer for Yom Kippur, for those I may have wronged, I ask forgiveness. For those who I may have helped, I wish I did more. Uh, for those I, ne- I neglected to help, I ask for understanding. And to those who helped me, I thank you with all my heart. I'm sure it sounds much better in Hebrew. In Hebrew? <laughs> but it's a nice little prayer he sent me, so I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. And that's what Yom Kippur is about. It's about atoning for 
your sins and also hoping that yes i guess i should have prefaced that 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 because it is in a day it's a it's a holiday of atonement yes the kind of feeling of exactly uh, asking for forgiveness and and being thankful for asking for forgiveness yes that's, that's that where that comes year, from to the gentiles who are listening to to this you know it's a great holiday you fast for 24 hours you know, you and you think about your year. It's it's basically you give yourself 24 hours to really go over the last year and think about what you've done, what you've seen, the people you've been with, if you've wronged anyone, and also to all the people that you've helped and all the good things that you've done. So it's almost it's like giving yourself a day to just have for yourself and with the big guy upstairs. You know what I mean? Well, I hope you 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 uh, realize that you have done a whole lot of cool things. You know, you've done you've done a lot. Thank you, Darren. Touched a lot of good, a lot of lives. Yes. Done a lot of cool shit. I've done a lot I'd of like cool to shit. Think I've done the same, but I could. I always feel like I could do more. And you know, we'll we'll try and do a little more on this podcast, and hopefully, in a tiny little way, exactly, give some joy into the world. I'm gonna try not to have so much road rage. That was me atoning for my sins this year. Okay, I have such bad. Road rage. Really? You don't strike me as a road rageful person. It's a problem, yes. That's a compliment. I get thank you. And and you know what? It is strange for me because I'm I'm cool as a cucumber, but for some reason when I get into a car, when I get into a vehicle, I take everything personally. Yeah, I'm that guy So when someone cuts me off. Yeah, but this would be bad. If I was sitting on the passenger side, I'm that guy that tries to be devil's advocate and which is not what you want to hear when you're angry at somebody i'm the guy that says under my breath like when you if the car you know cuts you off and you go fucking asshole jesus fuck like can you believe this i'd go you know maybe maybe he was in a rush (laughs) (laughs) i'm never driving anywhere with you thank you for telling thank you for warning me because i know that is unacceptable no i take in my mind, they did it on purpose. They saw you specifically and said, that's Esty Hyman, yes. I'm going to cut her off. I hate her. Yes, and I'm going to cut her off, and I'm purposely trying to make her life a living hell. Wow. Well, and I know it's irrational. I know it's, I understand that it's irrational 100%, but I st- it doesn't stop me from feeling that way every time I get into a car. Well, I'm glad that this is, you've put goals forth for the next Jewish yes. year. Yes, that's what I'm working on. That's what I atoned for. I just spoke with the guy who cut you off. He 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 just has noticed, notified me that he. What he, did he, he say? Said, he says he's he's sorry, and he was in a rush. Okay, well then tell him his his time management. That's what he needs to. He work needs on. to work exactly. We all have things that we have to work on. Okay. Well, happy Yom Kippur. I suppose I'm glad you made it through the fast. Thank if you. you. Made it through this, guys. This was a this was kind of a, a low energy, high thought <laughs> uh, <laughs> podcast. Hopefully we can pick up the. But we miss each other. Yeah, we we miss doing this. Yes, maybe we will. We miss each other. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. See you next week, everybody. Thing I do podcast. Love you. you Cheers. That thing I do is a presentation of Cadence Thirteen Studios. If you like the show, which I know you do, please be sure to like us, follow us, and leave a glowing review. Thank you for listening to our show. We'll see you next time.